From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, Pastor, a big topic nowadays uh, has to do with plagiarism uh, among pastors, which is, which is a little bit unusual, to, honestly, to think about, but it seems to be more prevalent these days uh, in large part due to the fact that, that most churches' sermons are streamed across the internet. And in some, co- in some cases, even, you know, say entire posts or, or uh, sermon documents are put online. It's meant to be for the edification of the body, but that means another pastor who might, you know, enjoy this person's sermons or feel like they're especially powerful and meaningful, they might um, lift those from that, from that individual and use them and plagiarize them, we would say, mm-hmm. for their own congregations. I was even visiting a church recently, just this summer, where um, uh, in their history they had to fire a pastor when they discovered that he had been plagiarizing sermons. However, today it, it almost seems like that this is a little bit more acceptable. You can even be a leader of a major organization in our country or even a pastor of a large church mm-hmm. and even admit to them that you have an agreement with another pastor where you, where you share one another's sermons without telling the church, and that seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in my mind, I'm kind of astonished when I hear something like that, but um, especially you as a, as a pastor, been a pastor for 30 plus years, mm-hmm. uh, preaching uh, original sermons for all those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you say to something like that? Um, what should you know, maybe your own perspective be um, yeah. towards these other men in ministry? Have they disqualified themselves or um, is it okay to, you know, uh, to to maybe borrow certain parts of another person's sermon? Just the whole the whole gambit there. Yeah. How would you respond to this? Yeah, you know, Josh, my, I mean, there, there are all sorts of concerns wrapped up in the question. Several several problems with what we've seen recently in the in the realm of of uh, plagiarism. One is a fundamental misunderstanding of the pastor's task. Mm. I think we have we're living in a time when many pastors see themselves as managers of an organization hmm. instead of shepherds. Hmm. So I'm so busy managing the organization, so busy overseeing all, its, all of its moving parts that preaching is important, but that needs to be a collaborative effort. Hmm. So I'll, I'll put together this team of people who helps, us, helps me do my sermons, We'll access information from all over the place that we believe is sound and solid, and we'll construct a sermon for me to deliver it. Well, what that that becomes is you're just a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. Communicator. You're you're just a communicator. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is communicating the organization's message. And and that is not a New Testament picture of pastoral ministry. Pastors are shepherds, and what they're doing is they're, they're called to feed the sheep of Christ with the Word of God. So, so several, several verses come to mind. Let me just share a few, that, that, and then I'll comment on some of the aspects that I have in mind in, that, in, in my previous statements. So 2 Corinthians 1, 12, Paul writes, For our boast is this, the testimony of our conscience, that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God and supremely so toward you. This is what's to characterize ministry, but, but thinking now specifically about pastors. Sincerity, simplicity, straightforwardness, not earthly wisdom, but divine wisdom on display in our ministry. When, when I stand and communicate to a church stories, 
anecdotes as though they are my own hmm. when they're actually someone else's, that's not sincerity. How can one have a clear conscience standing before other people and telling a story as if it's your experience when it was somebody else's experience? That, that doesn't communicate sincerity. And, and I'm afraid that what stands behind that entire approach is not godly wisdom, but earthly wisdom. So what we're really thinking about is not, not, not something from me to you, but something that I think will affect you. And so therefore, I'm going to communicate it. And I'm going to do it in a way that, that pretends it's mine. That's not godly wisdom. Second hmm. Corinthians 4, verse 1, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we've renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So what preaching is meant to be is the open statement of the truth as it's found in God's word. We're not looking to, to superficially, artificially influence people into some sort of decision. We're just giving God's word in a very straightforward, plain manner. A lot of what goes on in these approaches to preaching that, that turn into plagiarism is we're looking for what we think will affect people emotionally, will we'll bring about some sort of response. And so it doesn't matter where I gather it from, just as long as I'm putting together this, this, this package that will have the intended outcome, that will, will produce the intended influence that I mean to, to bring about. That's, that's a far different mindset than I want to study the Word of God, know what it teaches, and communicate that to, to our people in the best way that I know how out of this life, out of this servant, out of this man's heart and mind, out of a process that involves wrestling with the Lord first as a student before I'm a teacher. You know, what is the, the, the study process meant to be that produces sermons? It's a process that's worshipful. It's prayerful. It's, it's, it is a study process whereby I am submitting my own heart, my own life, my own mind to the truth before I ever stand and communicate it to anybody else. And if what I'm doing is just gathering bits and pieces from somebody else's studies, that, that process in somebody else's life, then, then I'm, not, I'm not experiencing that in my own heart and life, which I'm meant to experience before I ever stand to, to speak to anybody else. Mm. So that's a problem. He goes on to say later in that same chapter, verse 13 of 2 Corinthians 4, since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what has been written, I believe and so I spoke, we also believe and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also. He says, we, we believe, therefore we speak. What, what we say is of sincerity. It comes from our own faith. It comes from our own belief system. It is a, as a result of a, a commitment regarding scripture that refuses to tamper with it. I'm not going to, going to engage in a, any kind of human wisdom that would set me free to, to engage in disgraceful, underhanded practices. We are men who genuinely, sincerely believe, therefore we speak. Now, does my preaching process reflect that? The kind of conviction that says, I, I have studied this for myself. This is what I believe. This is coming from my own mind and heart to you. Or is this the accumulation of material meant to put together a package that brings about the desired effect in someone else's emotions, mind, decisions. That's a totally different process. And plagiarism doesn't reflect what 
I'm describing that ought to be in, in our process. Another passage, 2 Timothy chapter 2. Paul gives a list of things that Timothy is to be faithful to teach, a process, in fact, by which he takes truth, passes on to faithful men who will pass it on to others. He gets to chapter 2, verse 14. He says, Remind them of these things and charge them before God, not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. And clearly in that statement is the idea that if I'm going to rightly handle God's word, I have to walk through a process by which I prove myself to be a good student. I've got to study hard. I'm going to be a worker who studies hard to know the word of God rightly so that I can communicate it rightly. And to stand before a church and to give the appearance that I'm this student who works really hard to make sure that I handle the word of God rightly when in fact the only kind of work that I've engaged in is, is with a team of people who, put, who helps me put together a message to, to just communicate. That's, that's not the kind of process being described in those verses. It is an understanding of what Scripture is. First, it's an understanding of, of reverence for God, that I'm accountable to Him for what I say, and I'm accountable to Him for what I communicate, so that I'm going to work hard to make sure that I'm a good student before I say anything. It's reverence for God, an understanding of Scripture itself, that it is the inerrant Word of God, not to be trifled with. I don't have a right to do with it whatever I want. I'm to communicate what God intended when He gave it. It's that understanding that leads to a robust process by which I'm prepared to preach a sermon on Sunday. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. I charge you, chapter 4, verse 1, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead by his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and teaching. So it's in light of this weighty reality of standing before Jesus one day, and giving an account for everything I've said in His name. It's in that context that we're charged to preach His Word. So if, I'm, if I am engaged in something that is deceptive, that re represents stealing other people's words and using them as if they are my own, if I'm, not, if I'm not clear with the congregation about where I'm getting this from and actually misleading them so that they think I'm engaged in this deep, hard study process when in fact I've just accumulated information during the week, that is nothing like the mindset we see in the New Testament with respect to preaching. So just on the, on the surface level, you know, is it, is it dishonest to take someone else's work, present it as my own without attribution? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think there's much more at work here than just that. As mm -hmm. I said, I think it's the very concept of what a pastor is. Am I a CEO or mm -hmm. am I a shepherd? Mm -hmm. It is a misunderstanding of what preaching is. Is it just a message, you know, patched together, glued together to get some response from people? Or is this a study process by which I, am, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, am affected on a personal level before I ever say a word so that what I'm delivering to a congregation is the overflow of God's work in my own heart. Is that what preaching is meant to be? Therefore, what kind of study process am I to be committed to? 
and wherever I do benefit and I should benefit from the work of others, I'm, I'm very, I process it, process it in a way that it's my own before I say it. And wherever I want to communicate what somebody else has said, I, I attribute it to them. Mm-hmm. I say to the church, this is something I learned this week. Yeah, this is yeah. what someone else said, or this yeah. is an illustration someone else gave. That's how preaching is meant to be done. And I do think this is a matter of qualification for ministry. Mm. And where men have been guilty of, of plagiarizing others' sermons, mm. they need to uh, not only acknowledge that, they need to repent of it mm. and get back to a place, dear brother, where you see yourself as a shepherd and you're going to walk through a study process before you preach anything. Mm. You are not just a communicator. Mm-hmm. You're a shepherd and you are mm. to work hard to make sure you rightly handle the Word of God. And if you're not do- willing to do that, then, then step out of the office, mm. step out of the work. I have heard stories through the years, and I, I have more patience with this than what we've been talking about. You know, pastors of large churches, heads of denominations, that brother's without excuse. Mm-hmm. He's had theological training. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just not wanting to do the work anymore. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about pastors in remote places in other countries where they don't even have access mm. to good commentaries due to language issues and mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that. I've heard of those men listening to sermons and basically re-preaching them or passing them on to their congregations. I've heard John MacArthur talk about how his sermons have been used that way in Africa and other places. Mm. And he rejoices in it. And, and I have more patience for that. Here, here are brothers who've learned from him. Mm. They don't have any theological training. They don't even have books available to them beyond God's book. And they want to learn and they want to be faithful expositors and they're mm-hmm. doing the best they know how. I would even say, and I think, I think John would say to those men, if I were there with them, you need to learn to study. You need to learn mm-hmm. to do this on your own. Right. You don't just need to preach my sermons. You need to mm-hmm. preach your own sermons. Mm-hmm. But I have more patience with that than someone in the middle of our country with all the resources we have that mm-hmm. you can go into your office and you can study during the week. Mm-hmm. And instead you have a team of people doing that for you and you're borrowing other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it is um, irresponsible, yeah. given, given what we've been called to do. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels. So be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.